who has ended every right, every right that the enemy had against us. For indeed, the wages of sin is death, and therefore the enemy had the right. The enemy had the right, but we thank you, Father, that through the sacrifice of the death of Jesus, every one of his right has been brought to an end, and he has spoiled, he has spoiled principalities and powers, rendered them powerless against us, and has translated us from the kingdom of darkness, from the authority, the power of darkness, and has brought us into the kingdom of your dear son. What a privilege. When now we are owned by the father. We are children of God. And we are the redeemed of the Lord. And we say so. We thank you, Father, for this great privilege. Holy Spirit, we ask that you cause our eyes to open to see him who has become our life and our salvation. We may glory in him. For in doing so, we bring great joy to our Father, and strength becomes our portion. For your word says that the strength of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. 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 So last week I began to talk about the good news. The good news. And, um, I shared that in the good news, God talks about the Son. Are you with me? In the good news, God talks about the Son. Now, it is very important that we, 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 we really pay attention. We really pay attention to what God is saying to us through his son and what the Holy Spirit is affirming to us about the son. It is so important because you see, even though Christ has done, I mean, has died, even though Christ is risen, even though light has come, it is amazing that man easily and readily believes the lie. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. It is amazing that man readily and easily believes the lie. It is very, very unfortunate. Now, do you know why? Do you know why? No. Because the age that we are in right now, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, the Bible says that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. The whole world lies in the power of the evil one. That is in 1 John 5, 19. The whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Who is that evil one? The devil. The devil. But do you know, do you know his name? Jesus called him the father of lies. Jesus called him the father of lies. So if the whole world lies in his power, what do you think will, be, will, will, greatly, will greatly proliferate in his kingdom or in the world? Lies. Exactly. That is, why, that is why it is so easy for many to believe the lies. Mm. 
Unfortunately, Christians also believe the lies. But there's a promise. So there's a promise. Right from Genesis, right from Genesis, the Father began to promise us that there is, there is an age coming. <laughs> there is a coming new age in which Jesus, who is the truth, will return and take control and authority over the whole world. You see, it says that, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. But the promise is that at the end of the age, at the end of the age, the king of glory, the one who is called the truth, he will take his authority. Wow. And he will begin to rule the entire world. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what is interesting, what is interesting is that, is that a number of prophecies describe, describe the time immediately before or immediately preceding the coming kingdom. Do you know what the prophecies say? It said that it shall be like the days of Noah. <laughs> How have you heard it before? Yeah. The coming of the king of glory, the, 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 the one who is called the truth. Now remember the whole world lies in the power of the one who is called the father of lies. Are you with me? Now, for the king of glory, the one who's called the truth to take over, there is, there, is, there, is, there is a declaration, a prophetic statement regarding when that time is approaching. There's a comparison and what will be happening. And it says that it shall be like the days of Noah. When the thoughts and the, and the intents of men's hearts were continually evil. Is that what you're seeing? Is yes. that, are, are you guys seeing that? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Jesus said that when we see this happening again, like in Noah's time, we should look up and begin to rejoice. Yeah. We should look up and begin to rejoice. Now the question you may ask is, how can you rejoice in the midst of such darkness? Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can you rejoice in the midst of of such darkness how's it possible how, how how is it possible when you are so surrounded with 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 so much darkness it's as if the darkness is winning but i'm here to tell you that just as when you open your door when you open your your door the light that is in your room breaks through the darkness are you with me Yes. The darkness does not enter into your room. No, it is the light yes. that is in your room that breaks through and projects from your room into the darkness. Yes. And you know that, 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 that light is a metaphorical um, 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 word that is the same as truth. Do you know that? Do you know that? No. So that when the truth is manifested, light, I mean, the darkness can't contain it. Are you guys see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When the truth is manifested, when, when the one who is called the truth is manifested. <laughs> now, because, because, because the whole world lies in the, in the, in the, in the power of, of, of the father of lies, the devil, uh, listen to me. Listen to me, you, 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 
and your opinion, what you think, what you have learned, what you have experienced in life, I mean, what your mind tells you, it's no match for the one who is called the father of lies. But when you begin to focus yourself and focus your attention and begin to and begin to embrace only the one who is called the truth, that is when the darkness and its effect is broken over you and as you become the source that emanates the light. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. So it's very, very important that we pay heed to every word that proceeds from the Father regarding the Son and what the Holy Spirit now is present to show us. And so I began to talk to you about the good news. Yeah. And the emphasis is on the Christ. The emphasis is on the Christ. So today we're going to share some few things. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. You remember we shared, we shared, we shared something about um, the rule to emails. Remember? Yes. You know, we're going to, I think we're going to continue. I'll take it from there. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's go there. Let's, let's, let's go there. In Luke chapter four. Um, let's read that. And then we read Luke 24. So let's read. Um, let me see. Let me see. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. I think I missed up my scriptures here. Let's look at Luke chapter 4. Let's take it from verse, probably verse, let me see. Oh, sorry. Okay. Bear with me for one second. Okay, so let's take it from, from verse 12. Look, chapter 24 from verse 12. It is very important that you keep hearing the good news. It is very important that you keep hearing the good news. When Jesus came, one of the things that he said was that, is that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news, the gospel. He was anointed to preach the good news. So whenever you hear Jesus preached, good news will be proclaimed over your life, over your finances, over your marriage. Over your assignments. Because it has nothing to do with you. It, it, it's everything to do with what God has set forth his son to accomplish. But through you. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, he doesn't need your strength. 
He doesn't need your talents. No, 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 no. He needs a vessel. Say, I am a vessel. Say, I am a vessel. I am owned by Jesus Christ. He is in me to accomplish the purpose of the Father. He is in me to accomplish the purpose of the Father. And he does not need my strength. And he does not need my strength. But it is important. But it is important. That he is allowed to be my focus. That he is allowed to be my focus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, 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 so let's read it from verse 12. Luke chapter 24 from verse 12. Then arose Peter. Luke 24 from verse 12. It says, Then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre. Are you showing it? Yes. It says, Then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at as that which was come to pass. Verse 13. Okay. So, and behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus. Now, so these are two disciples, and they were on their way to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. It's about, it's about seven, seven miles or so. That's what it's estimated to be, seven miles. Let's go on. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. So they were just going on the way and talking about what has happened. Let's go on. And it came to pass that while they met, sorry, while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Wow. Wow. Let's go on. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. Wow. <laughs> Their eyes were what? Holding that they should not. So they were restrained. They were restrained. It's like they were literally made blind from being able to identify that this is Jesus who is working with you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so let's go on. Because that itself is also a message. <laughs> and he said unto them, what manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are what? Sad. Sad. They were sad. And so they also began to narrate the events. Let's go on. And the one of them whose name was Cleopas, answering, said to him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days. Let's go on. And he said unto them, what things? <laughs> and they said unto him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, the one who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God, and all the people. I mean, it's like, it, it, it could not be refuted. Are you with me? Yes. Let's go on. And how the chief priest and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death. And have crucified him. Wow. Let's go on. 
But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Go on. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. Go on. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels which said that he was alive. <laughs> So they were just recounting what had happened. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the woman had said. But him they saw not. <laughs> Let's go on. <laughs> then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart, to what? Believe. To believe. O fools. And slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Oh, fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Then he said unto them, Go on, next, 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 next one. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things? And to enter into his glory? Wow. And this is the verse. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures. He expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. He expounded to them the things concerning himself. Now, this is amazing. See, right here, on the road to Emmaus, Jesus began to expound the scriptures. And he started at Moses, which refers to the first five books of the Bible, right? Yes. The Pentateuch, which is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Before moving on to the rest of the Old Testament, which will include all the major and the minor prophets, right? Yeah. And he told them all the things concerning himself in every single book. <laughs> showing them, showing them glimpses, showing them, showing them pictures of himself. Wow. Wow. What does this tell you? That every page in the Bible is about Jesus. Please get it all. Every page in the Bible is about Jesus. How many of you have read have read Leviticus and you found out that when you open it, you know, in fact, you have not even opened it before. <laughs> and if you ever open it, you find out that you just want to move on because it's like what's the relevance? Yeah. It's because we don't know. Our eyes have been beholding. And we are we have become foolish and slow to believe that this thing is about him. But the day you begin to identify it, you will come alive. You will find out that the scriptures, even the Old Testament, as you open them and you begin to read them, they come alive because they talk about him. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. 
Ya. Ya. Wow. I mean, can you imagine Jesus himself talking about, about how he was the promised seed in the Garden of Eden who will crush the serpent's head? Can you imagine? Then he will move on to share how each of the five, the five books actually talks about him. All the sacrifices, the burnt offering, the sacrifice of, 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 of the sin offering, all those offerings. Are you with me? How, how, how to even approach, approach the Holy of Holies, the Father, the washing that was required. How the priest, the priest was the only one who could access. It was talking about himself. How himself is going to be the one who will be able to enter into the Holy of Holies. And you know, you know that the people were waiting and praying that their high priest will pass that test. Because if the high priest does not pass that test, what does that mean? Their sins remain and are not covered. Yes. What does that mean? Every judgment associated with every sin, they must experience it. Yeah. But if the high priest is able to enter into the Holy of Holies with the blood, are you with me? Yes. And come back alive, they begin to rejoice. Why? It's like for the whole year. All our backbiting, our jealousy, our stealing, the adultery, the fornication, all those things, all the things that would have brought death, a sentence of death and curses upon us, at least for one year, we will not suffer them. God has relieved us and we have access to blessings. Can you imagine what it means? Are you guys getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even the story of the story of Joseph and how he was rejected by his brothers. You remember? Yeah. It's about himself. Was he not rejected by his own brothers? Yes. <laughs> So he so Joseph was a type of himself and how he was going to be, how he's going to if, in fact, do you remember Joseph went and married and married a gentile woman? Yeah. Provided by 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 Pharaoh? Yeah. So it was talking about how Jesus is going to be married to the Gentile world. Amen. And bring you into something that you were not supposed to be a partake of. Amen. For we were not a people chosen, but through him we have become a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Wow! Can you see it? Yes. Can you see how it's coming to life? Yeah. But we would read this and we just, oh, that was Joseph. Oh, that was Joseph. But through him, through him, the, 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 the um, what do you call it? The famine. The famine that would have ravaged the whole entire Entire, um, you know, part of the world. In fact, it was the world completely. Life would have come to naught, but through him, through, through Joseph, and now through Christ, salvation, redemption, so that whatever happens, whatever the enemy seeks to bring to us, there's a remedy. And we find it in him, Jesus Christ. Have you seen something I'm talking about? Yes. Wow. 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 
It's amazing. So right here, now, right here, Jesus is even teaching us how to study the Bible. Can you see it? Yeah. 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 Now, you even wonder, why, why, why was it important that Jesus intentionally um, did not allow the two disciples to, to know that this is Jesus walking with you? Why, why were their eyes restrained? So that they wouldn't identify, identify that this is Jesus. How many can think of a, a, a possible reason? <laughs> Why? Because he didn't want them to. Because the moment you see that, oh, oh, you are here. This is you. Immediately, their faith will jump to the roof. They begin to make noise. They will say, ah, now we believe. No, 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 no. Why? Because he wanted, he, he needed them to believe based on the reading of the scriptures. So that it is not, it is not when you see that Jesus has come. I can see him. I can feel him. I can touch him. That is when you believe. No, it is very important. So today, he's giving you the same opportunity that when you read the scripture, don't read it as a, a, a story. Oh, it's what they experience. And it's what some people experience. No, it is Jesus talking to you and saying that my son, my daughter, this is unto you. Why are you sad? Are you being foolish? Are you being slow to believe? Guys, I see something here. Yes. He intentionally, the eyes were, were, were restrained so that he will have an opportunity. But you, let's go back and read the story. Let's go back and read uh, and take off from where we were. Because he wanted them to have faith based on the scriptures being written and taught about him. This is how faith comes. So, so he said, and begin at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Look at the outcome. Go on. Go to verse 28. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they restrained him, saying, Abide with us. Coming up, consider still, they, they couldn't tell that it was him. Yeah. For it is toward evening, and the day is fast spent. And he went in to tarry with them. How we can see that when a man comes and begins to expound or reveal unto you Jesus in the scriptures, even in the Old Testament and the New Testament, you, you, can, you, can, you can see that whatever this will experience, you're about to experience it. Look at it. Next verse. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break and gave to them. Next verse. And their eyes were opened and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. But go on, go on. Because I, I, I need to see what, what they said. And they said one to another. Did not our heart did what? Burn within us. Burn 
within us? Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way? Do you see it? Yes. The reason why the scriptures don't cause your heart to burn within you and cause faith to arise within you is because the emphasis is put on you that you must do this. What is wrong with you? What you must strive to become so that God will bless you. Your heart will never bend. What as you become so self-conscious? But Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit has come, he will take that which is of mine and he will reveal it to you. He will never even speak about himself. Can you imagine? Yeah. That when the scriptures are allowed to talk about the Christ, who not only died for us, but has come to also replace us with himself, your heart will begin to burn. And this is where faith begins to arise. For Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Says, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures. You see it? So when God wants to bless you, when God wants to cause your help you to cause your face to rise up, anyone that he sent you, that person has only one assignment. Cause that person to see the Christ and not himself. Don't put any other burden on that boy, on that girl, on that person. Say, if you don't stop this, if you don't do this, no, 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 no. Because if you could, didn't the law that he gave to man through Moses tell you and teach you what, you, what man ought to do? Please, ask my question. Wasn't the law given to teach man what God expects of man? Yes. So then why did God have to send his son if that could accomplish that purpose? Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah. It's the enemy. Then he'll come and tell you that you don't pray enough. You don't fast enough. You don't do this enough. You become more conscious of you, self, self-consciousness. Self-consciousness. When the enemy wants to talk to you, he brings your mind to bear on you. Hear me. When the enemy wants to talk to you, he brings your attention to bear on you. Because if you, if you miss a mistake, and cause you to, to, and your attention goes to Christ, he's paralyzed. Why? Because Christ is light. He and everything from him is darkness. And that darkness, it cannot comprehend. It cannot contain the light. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what we are talking about? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Our hearts will begin to burn within us. Our hearts will begin to burn within us. Yeah. Our hearts will begin. It's all about seeing Jesus. It's all about seeing Jesus. The new covenant is all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's what he did. The price he paid, how he has ended, how he has ended everything that had a legal access to you. 
did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us? He did not reveal himself. He didn't know it was him. But just talking about the scriptures and saying that this is what, this is me. This was in reference to, 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 to the Jesus that you say uh, they killed him. This was in reference to the Jesus. That's what he was saying. This, was, this, is, this is in reference to the Jesus who you are mourning over his death. This is in reference to the Jesus who they crucified. <laughs> this is the, about the Jesus who they pierced him. They wounded him. And that's, he was talking about it. It's like, ah, so all these things were prophesied about him. Ah, so what could we, so why are we even shocked that he went through this? And why has it brought sadness to us? Was it not the way he must enter into glory? Did he not have to come and fulfill all these requirements to accomplish the will of God? And when the will of God is done, what is the outcome? Listen, for who? Who did he die for? Who was he pierced for? Who was he wounded for? Who was he made sin for? Who was he cursed for? Now, do you think any of these things should be done for not? You are finished. Somebody has paid for your mortgage and you are still sending money to the, to the, to the, to the bank. That's what we are doing. That's what we are doing. So we ask God, God, please, you must pay for this. Oh, God, you must help me. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God, you must heal me. But the sons who are aware of what their father has paid for in the house, when they eat, there's no restraint. That is why when we were in school, I remember some of my friends, they would bring their daddy's cars. And they would come and screech, I tell you. The way they would drive the car, you can see that they, they didn't buy it. <laughs> Because they will, they, will, they, will, they will do some skills with the car. But you see, they have access to the, the car because of their father. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have such a boldness, which you who don't have a father with that kind of car, you don't have that boldness. Even when they say, come and sit in the car, you find out you are very careful. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's what Jesus said, that the sons of the world are even wiser than my children. Do you remember? Do you remember? It says the sons of the world are even behaving more wisely than my own children. My own sons. They don't know what, they don't know what, what is this. They don't know what is this. And he deals with children. The father deals with children differently. I'm here to tell you that the more you allow the Holy Spirit to bring your attention from you and from what the world is telling you about you, and you bring it to bear on the Christ and what he has done, his power and his lies are come to an end. This is when you begin, you begin to rejoice. It says, when you see the darkness, when you see that it has become just on the days of Noah, begin to rejoice. But how can you rejoice in the midst of the darkness? It's because you are begin your eyes are no longer restrained. It has seen that this is all in preparation. Did he not ought to suffer these things and enter his glory? Are these things not supposed to happen so that the king of glory will come and take his place? And was it not prophesied that his coming shall be like the days of Noah? 
So when you see them, when you see the days of Noah manifesting themselves in our days, what should it cause? What should it bring to you? Exactly what should have caused the, 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 the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, exactly what God, Jesus, was expecting for them to begin to rejoice. Say, ah, redemption has come. Salvation has come. But the king of glory is about to enter into his glory. And in three days, he will arise. And when he, will arri when he arises, he will enter into me. He will possess me. He will own me. I shall be called the redeemed of the Lord. And the spirit which he prophesied, he will come and he will dwell inside me and he will take that of Jesus uh, and show them to me and then I begin to walk in the light wow am I preaching to you yes wow can you see that God doesn't need your strength yeah he doesn't need how well you have lived your life he says glory the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is my strength do you know what that means? Jesus, listen on. Jesus is the joy of the Father. Anybody who has respect for this life called Jesus, that person, that person, that person enters into the same category. The result, the result, the result is that strength immediately comes to you. Why? Because God has found one who he can use to accomplish the work that he can do only through the son. So strength comes to the one who is weak. Why? Let the weak say, I am strong. Because of who? Jesus. But so long as the enemy can cause you to be fixated on you, and what is wrong with you? And how you are struggling? And how things are not working for you? Strength. Listen to me. For there to be a victory, I mean, for there to be a victory, first of all, there's a battle. For there to be a victory, you have need of strength. True or false? True. That strength, that strength is ready, available, is powerful, more than you will ever need. But it's only available to those for whom the joy of the Lord. The joy, their boast and their glory, their emphasis is Jesus. Strength comes. Strength will come to you. Supernatural ability comes to you. I tell you, you know, that is why when the Holy Spirit comes, he doesn't talk to you about you. He doesn't talk to you about you. Do you know that, do you know that in the olden days, in the olden time, when, 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 when let's say a person sins, that person will bring a sin offering, like a lamp. Do you know that? Do you know that when, 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 when you bring the lamp, when you bring the lamp to the high priest, the high priest examines the lamp. He doesn't have any regard to the person who brought it. First of all, the person brought it because something is wrong with him. <laughs> and when you have brought the lamp, 
the requirement is for the high priest to inspect the lamp and make sure it, that it is without blemish. And the moment he says to himself that the lamp is indeed without blemish, then he begins to offer a sacrifice. He says, put your hand. Whatever you did, whatever you are going to do, you say you killed, no problem. You say you committed abortion, no problem. You say you stole another man's wife, no problem. <laughs> you say you went, you went there and stole somebody's husband, <laughs> no problem. I don't need to know what is wrong with you. The, 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 lamb, the, the lamb that you have brought is the emphasis. The emphasis, my, the, my, the assignment given to me by, the, 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 by, by our father is that I should inspect the lamp. Wow. And so once the lamp passes it, he said, now put your hand upon the, the, the lamp. Transfer everything that is wrong with you to the lamp. I'm going to kill the lamp. And that'll be the end. Of whatever you did wrong wow now that was an animal this time wow. is the lamb himself the father has accepted the sin offering fully 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 the father has it pleased the father to bruise the son it pleased him why? Because it was the, the, the perfect sacrifice to, 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 to take care of everything once and for all. Once and forever. Everything that you, every thought, every word, every, every motivation, every action that you will ever engage in that is offensive, that requires a curse, is being put upon the sun. And when he is executed, the Bible says that it will arise to the Father as a sweet-smelling aroma. Wow! That was the perfect exchange. And it could not be repeated because, because that blood that was shed is called eternal blood. So it speaks for you, not only when it happened. How many of you were born when it happened? <laughs> How can you believe that it has taken care of you and will not believe that it will take care of you for the rest of your life? Yeah. I, I get what I'm saying. Yes. That is why he said that I will make a new covenant with them. And that covenant, their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. So now, now when you do something wrong, listen to me. The father cannot put it on record anymore. Now, now, does that mean that you should go just sinning? No, 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 no. That is the only way you will stop sinning. The Bible says that the grace of God that bringeth salvation, the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. In fact, let's look at let's look at that scripture. Um Oh, let me, let me just. Oh, where is it? Look at that scripture. Uh,
Let me just show you that scripture. I think it's it's, it's nice to. Yep. Look at Titus chapter 2. Titus 2 verse 11 and 12. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared. Now, the grace of God, not the judgment of God. The grace of God, not the demand from God. The word grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. It has brought salvation and it's appeared unto all men. What does it do? What does it do? Verse 12 says, teaching us, teaching us, teaching, 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 te- <laughs> It says, teaching us that denying ungodliness. Do you remember when Jesus appeared to the men, to the, to the two people on the road to Emmaus? As he began to teach them, are you with me? As he began to teach them how everything that was written was all in preparation for the, the, the Son of Man to enter into glory. Something happened to them. Their sadness was turned into such joy, such jubilation. Are you with me? Uh, guys, are you with me? Yes. So they identified that it was, it was for their sake that he, has, that he had to suffer these things. So when the grace of God appears, what God has done through his Christ has appeared. It teaches you to deny ungodliness. See, anything ungodly, ungodly is anything that causes you to deny the Christ who lives in you. That's the only reason why you would do. Do you think if you are about to fornicate with somebody and somebody appears and say, Christ, who is in you? You are about to take him to go and sleep with this person. Do you think you, you continue? Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> that that will be the end of the fornication experience. Yeah. You are about to insult somebody, and then a voice appears and says, "The Christ who is in, living inside you." You are now taking him to go and do such a thing. Find that the, the power to do that thing. It's so. It says, "Is that grace which has appeared? The grace God putting us into the." death of his son, and now raising us up with him, making us sit together with him in heavenly places, and now the life we now live, it is Christ who lives in us. It is that grace that teaches us to deny anything that comes and tells me that he's not here. The Bible says that, in fact, it's a scripture, we read it before we close. We're about to end. It says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. There is no power that can teach you and help you to deny worldly lust. No. Except the grace of God that brings the realization that you are dead and it's Christ who now lives inside you. It teaches you. It restrains you. 
and then you are you are now empowered to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. So now what's the, the result? You begin to live what soberly. But you see, it's better grace. You begin to now live soberly. So that yourself, which wanted to come and display and manifest itself, it's ugliness, it's ungodliness. Now you live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Wow. Oh, are you guys being led by God's word? Yeah. You know, the Bible says something in, 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 in um, let me see if I can find it. Let me go close. Ah, 1 John 4, verse 3. And every spirit, listen to every spirit that confesses not, that does not communicate that Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, is come in the flesh, is not of God. Why did he come in the flesh? Did he not die? Did, he, did God not raise him up? Were you not raised up together with him? And now the life you now live, who is the one who is living? Jesus. So who will come and tell you that you are different and something is wrong with you? Now, look at it all. And, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. This is the spirit of Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that it should come. And even now, already is it in the world. That spirit tells you that something's wrong with you and this Christ is not in, in, in you. You must do something better. You must work on yourself so that Christ will come and live inside you. What would you do for Christ to come and live inside you? What can you do for Christ to come and live inside you. You can't do it. But the truth is that it's Jesus, it's God, the Father who has done it. Yeah. He has done it. He has done it. So any voice, any communication that tells you what is wrong with you, it, it is failing to acknowledge that Jesus Christ came to be a man for a reason. He came in the flesh for a reason. And he has accomplished an assignment. And now he has taken his residence in you. And he wants you to acknowledge his presence. And as many as acknowledge that presence, that spirit. Wow. They are the one who... The Holy Spirit teaches to deny ungodliness. They become sober. They live righteously because they are aware of his presence. They are restrained by his presence because they are aware. They acknowledge that he's here. I can't just let myself come. No, 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 no. I don't have that ability. I can't say that. Why? He's here. You don't even need anybody to be around to watch you and see if you do right. Oh, no. It's over. He has taken his residence inside me. No, you're not. No, you're not. Wow. Look at, look at, look at 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. Wow. I believe it's, um, sorry. 
Yeah. Six verse nineteen. Look at it. Look at it. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have received of God, and you are not your own. Next verse. For you are bought with a price. Therefore, do what? Glorify God in your body and in your spirit. And none of them belongs to you because they are God's. Wow. Oh, amen. Wow. As a scripture that has come to mind, and my time is up. Wow. Wow. It says, therefore, therefore, let's read it and then we go. First Corinthians chapter, chapter, chapter 15. Look at this, verse 52, I believe. First Corinthians chapter 15. Actually, verse, um, verse 58. Verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. It says, therefore, my beloved brethren. Now, now the previous verses talks about how Jesus was, 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 he was sown. He was sown in the resurrection. It says that he was sown in, in, in corruption and he was raised in corruption. He was sown in weakness and he was raised in power. He was sown in, in dishonor, has been raised in glory. That now it says in verse 58, therefore, because of what has happened, how he was sown in weakness, is it for not? How he was sown in dishonor, is it for not? Was he weak? Yes. No, I'm saying, was Jesus weak? No. But he was sown in weakness for a reason. Was he, was he, was he, was he in corruption? No, but he was sown in incorruption and has been raised in incorruption. Are you with me? Yeah. He was sown in dishonor, raised in power. Now he says, therefore, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Mm -hmm. And he says, unmovable, always doing what? Abounding in the abounding in the work of the Lord. In the work of the Lord. In the work of the Lord. So you are abounding in the work of the Lord. The work of what he had to endure. Abounding it. He paid the price. He was cursed. He was rejected by the Father. He was sown in corruption. He was he was he was he was wounded. He was made sin. I mean, everything that was rightly yours was put upon him. So he says, be ye steadfast, unmovable, abound in the work of the Lord. Abound in that work, which now you are a product of. You are the result. You are the masterpiece of that work. I see something here. For as much as you know that your labor, what labor is that? Your labor of abounding in that work. You say, he did this, and I'm this. I'm abounding. You hear this, I'm abounding in it. You feel this, I'm abounding in the work. They say this to you. No way. I'm abounding in the work. 
and movable in the work. And it says that that labor it shall never be in vain. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's rise to our feet, please. Wow. What do you guys think? Oh, some of you are muted, so I can't even hear you. God is saying that you are, you are the labor of his son's work. Yes. And it says, abound in it. Make sure you are unmovable from it. Let nothing move you away from it. When you speak, when you speak, don't speak as if you are outside it. As if you must try and get into it. No! Don't make nonsense the work of the cross. Don't insult God's greatest work of making you a child of God. Abound in it, boast in it, glory in it. And it says that labor will never be in vain. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are blessed by God's word? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So receive no other communication. Cast and silence every voice. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word. Indeed, brings illumination. Thank you, Lord, for expounding your work, your perfect work. Everything that was, that, that was ordained for you to come and accomplish. Oh, you have satisfied the justice nature of God. You have satisfied the judgment nature of God. You have demonstrated your love. And now we are the masterpiece. We are the result. And we glory in it. We glory in it. Oh, we will not allow any voice, whether it is from our mind or our flesh, our emotions, from the world, from devils and demons, whether it's from an authority figure, whoever it is from, we will not let any voice communicate to us otherwise, but we will labor, we will labor to be unmovable, steadfast, and we will abound in this work of which we are. The results, the masterpiece. For this labor shall never be in vain. We thank you that you are causing the light to come forth, to shine brighter and brighter, and the darkness shall not be able to contend with it. And we thank you for the glory that's about to be revealed through your sons and daughters. We thank that your promises are sure. They are yes and they are amen in Christ. And as we are bound in Him, <laughs> they are yes and they are amen. We give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. amen. amen.